Greetings, this is Pastor Thomas A. Deloach, and this episode is brought to you by To Empower You, a podcast dedicated to helping young adults and young couples achieve their goals and dreams from a biblical context. From a biblical context. Pastor Thomas A. Deloach. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to To Empower You. I am your host, Thomas A. Deloach, and I'm so glad that you've decided to connect with me for these few moments in time. And on today's show, I want to talk about how to start and maintain good habits. This is a teaching podcast, so go and grab your Bibles and something to write with, as I've got some really good things to share with you. Now, we are in the second month of the new year in February, and I believe God is going to do some amazing things. We have already set the foundation of spending our quiet time with the Lord. And so we want to keep the ball rolling and keep our momentum going. And maintaining some good habits is so key so that we can reach our goals and dreams. Now, I've got seven steps that I want to share with you, and they all begin with the letter D. Let's go. Step number one is desire. I love this. You must start with a strong desire. So let me pause and ask you, how bad do you want it? How bad do you want to get close to God? How bad do you want to be used of God? How bad do you want to come out of debt? How bad do you want to lose weight? How bad do you want to stay on par with God? This has to start with you. Don't make any excuses and say, I would, but this, I would, but that. Jesus encountered a man at the pool of Bethesda and he asked him, how bad do you want to get well? Do you desire to get well? Because at the end of the day, there's no reason in asking God to give us power and fill us with anointing if we don't have the desire to go do something and make it happen. You must be internally motivated. I'm going to say that one more time because most people don't have this. Hear me clearly now. You must be internally motivated. Why? Because external motivation don't last. I can gas you up. I can pray for you. I can speak warm and fuzzy pleasantries about you can do it, blah, 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 blah. But at the end of the day, if you don't believe you can, if you don't have the intestinal fortitude to go and do it, it's just not going to happen. If you start only half-heartedly, you will never make it to your success point. You'll never reach your goal. So I want you to take a deep breath and say, I'm going to have a strong desire and internal motivation and nothing is going to stop me. Step number two, decision. Begin right now. Don't wait. Even as I'm talking to you, even as you're listening to this podcast, you've heard the first step, but now let's make a decision. Let's make a decision that I have wasted too much time procrastinating and again, making excuses, blame deflecting, saying I don't have enough money, I don't have enough education, I don't have enough networking ability. All of that stuff is hindering you from becoming what you want to be. So I want you today to make a decision, do it now. You don't slide into a new habit. In other words, one of these days, you've heard people say that, it just never arrives. It never happens. So you must have a starting point. And so your starting point is today. 
Your starting point is right now. It's easier to break a bad habit today than it is tomorrow. Notice what the scripture says in Ecclesiastes 11, verse number four, the living Bible. If you wait for perfect conditions, you will never get anything done. I love that translation. I'm going to read it to you again. If you wait for perfect conditions, you will never get anything done. I have met people, I'm sure you have, and they're always saying, especially Christian folk, we always saying, I'm waiting on God. I'm waiting on God. Well, what are you waiting on? The Lord has already made the way. He's already done everything he said he would do. Remember, he said it is finished. So what are we waiting for? See, that's just another excuse. But I want you to decide today. There's no such thing as a perfect time. There's no such thing as perfect conditions. The scripture says now faith is the substance of things hoped for, not later faith, not somewhere in the sweet by and by faith. No, faith is right now. Matter of fact, faith is all you have. So let's take your faith and do something right now and make a decision. I'm going to get up and start the business. I may not know where the business is going to be, but I'm going to at least write on paper and say, I'm starting today. I'm going to start losing weight today. I'm going to start with my regiment in terms of getting up and being productive today. Whatever it is you've been procrastinating on, I want you to make a decision right now and say, today, I'm going to get it done. Step number three, declaration. What does this mean? Announce your intentions publicly. Make a covenant or a resolution. In other words, the power of a vow is awesome. When you read the Old Testament, you'll see how Bible characters made a vow to the Lord that they were going to do this and they were going to do that. In other words, they put themselves in it. I'm going to be intentional about what I want to do. In other words, I got skin in the game. So don't ask people to help you and you haven't helped yourself. Don't ask people to invest in your business and you haven't invested in it. No, you need to take the onus and say, I'm going to declare and decree. I believe the scripture talks about declaring and decreeing a thing. When you do it, it begins to be established. So establish your ways through your declaration that's coming out of your mouth. Psalms 76 verse 11. Notice what it says. It is particularly powerful if you put your commitment in writing. Make vows to the Lord your God and fulfill them. Wow. It's one thing to talk about it. It's another thing to write it on paper, because when you write it on paper, you got to see what you wrote. You got to see, were you lying when you said this? Was this just something you just did in the moment? See, we have the word of God written on paper. It's a declaration. It's a decree. Did you know that? So when you read God's word, he's declaring and decreeing certain things over your life, what he thought about you, the promises that he made to you. He wasn't playing with you. He wasn't lying to you. So let's not play and lie to God. The Lord has given us a new year. Let's take what he has given and declare and decree and say once and for all, this is going to be the best year of my life because I am going to take the bull by the horns. I am going to do what is necessary. Notice if it don't happen, it won't be because I didn't do anything. I'm going to give it all I have. Step number four. I like this one. Determination. 
What does that mean? Never allow an exception until the new habit is securely rooted in your life. Never allow an exception until the new habit is securely rooted in your life. Each lapse will be fatal. A single slip unwinds many turns at first. Continuity and success at the start is essential. So never be swayed by just this once. The act of yielding weakens the will and reinforces your lack of self-control. Now watch this. It takes three weeks to become comfortable with a new habit. And it takes three to four weeks doing it daily for it to become a part of your life. So it takes seven to 21 repetitions to learn something. This is why I say it. You've got to be determined. So don't quit. Don't give up. Don't say this not working. Don't say I need to be doing something else. This is all for not. You've got to stay in the game. You got to remember. And this is what I tell people all the time. We got to get out of our feelings. We got to get out of our flesh. When we say, I just don't feel like it. This just doesn't feel like it's not going anywhere. See, this is how the enemy throws a curveball. And a lot of people just Stop. They just capitulated and said, what is it all for? But they're not determined. I don't want that to be you. I want to coach you today. I want to look at you and say, be determined. Be like a hound on the trail and say, there's a rabbit out here. I can sniff it. I can smell it. And even though I may be a yard away, I may be 10 yards away, I'm going to keep running because this is the race that we need to get into. There's a lot of things we need to get out of. But one of the things we need to get into is the good fight of faith. Step number five, do it. Come on, I need you to say that. Do it. You got to do it. When you going to do it? Right now. So whenever you feel the slightest urge or promoting to practice this new habit, I want you to do it then. The moment in your heart that you say, you know what? I think I need to be doing this. That's when you need to do it. That's that prompting you need. That's that motivation you need. See, there's energy around that thought that's coming to you. But see, if you wait and just sleep on it and say, I'll do it later. You know, this is just something that you know I'm thinking about in my head, but I just don't feel like it. No, you got to say, I've got to do it right now. What am I saying to you? Seize every moment, seize every opportunity to reinforce your new habit. Those feelings will not last. So don't pay attention to it. As a matter of fact, just stop saying, I feel like this. I feel like that. No, get that out of your vocabulary right now. So whenever you feel the inclination, now I know I just said stop with the thing about feeling, but the moment you get the sensation from your spirit, because our spirit can sense things, the moment you get that sensation that says, you know what, I need to start writing the book. Sit down and start writing it because that's where the creativity, that's where the flow of energy, that's where God is working right then in your life. Stop trying to kick the door in and let's just wait in the presence of God. And when the idea comes, get up and do it. Don't wait. Get up and do it. Because when you do, you'll begin to perform your new habit. You'll be able to do it and you'll be successful while you are doing it. Step number six, double up. What does that mean? Get a partner 
who will support and encourage you. Now, let me pause here. We're just not looking for any kind of partner. So again, I want you to be led in the person you go to. Here's one of the ways you can choose your partner. Don't choose anybody that don't have more than you. If they don't have more than you, you can't partner with them because they can't push you. You got to be connected to people that have more than you have that they have more of God. They've got more patience. They've got more of certain things that you need to connect to because they can show you and keep you accountable and check up on you, especially in the early days before the habit is firmly rooted in your life. I'm going to say it to you again. Don't connect with anybody that doesn't have more than you have. I know that's hard for people to kind of get in their heart because, you know, they say, well, I'm just going to connect with this person. This is my best friend. What does your best friend have a job? No. Do they have more money than you? No. Do they have a house to live in? No, they living with their parents. How can they tell you how to do certain things? How can they push you and motivate you? This is one of the problems with our circle of friends. We got the wrong friends. We got the wrong people around us who just, and if you the biggest fish in the pond, you need to jump out of that pond and get into a lake, get into a river, get into an ocean where there are more people there that will surround you and you will feel uncomfortable around people that got more than you. That's a good feeling. I'm telling you, it's a good thing. You know, you may sense that, man, I don't need to be here, but this is where you need to be. Because again, you can't go where you've never been with the people that's around you who can't impart to you how to get there. So you got to get around some people who say, hey, man, I've been on the other side. I know success is over there. Matter of fact, I live over there. I can show you how to get over there. Instead of just being around the same old people, hearing the same old song, eating the same old warmed over soup, you should be tired of that right now. So I want you to double up, get connected with somebody, but be led in your pursuits. Notice what Hebrews chapter one, verse 25 says, In the Amplified Bible, let us consider and give attentive and continuous care to watching over each other, studying how we should stir up and stimulate each other, helpful deeds and noble activities. And notice Ecclesiastes chapter four, verses nine through 10. The good news translation says, I really love this scripture. Two are better than one because together they can work more effectively. If one of them falls down, the other can help them up. So it's all right to be connected. You need to be connected. You need to have a friend, but not just any friend. You need to have a partner, but not just any partner. We're looking for partners who can push us because they're actually doing the thing that we're trying to get involved in. And finally, step number seven, depend on God. Rely on God's power to help establish you in this habit. Remember, Satan does not want you to develop this habit and grow because he knows the moment you do it, you're going to put him out. You're going to evict him. So let's not be discouraged in this time. Let's depend on God's spirit. Let's depend on God's power. Let's depend on God's word. Let's trust God and pray and stay fervently in the presence of God. Notice what the scripture says in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. The good news translation reads like this. For the spirit of God has given us, fills us with power, love, and self-control. Other translations say a sound mind. 
This is key. Power, love, self-control. This is what we need in this hour. So don't quit. Don't give up. Depend on God's word. And finally, Philippians chapter 2, verse 13. Notice what it says. For it is God who is at work within you, giving you the will and the power to achieve his purpose. Notice who is giving you this. God, he is at work even now within you, and he's going to give to you the willpower. He's going to give to you the huspa. He's going to give to you the panache, as it were, to stay in this and to achieve your goals. Listen, I'm excited about your future. I know you can. I believe you can. But me believing it is not going to help you. I want to know, do you believe it? This is what I believe. The seven steps to maintain good habits. The ball is in your court. So let's not throw it away. Let's not dribble it out of bounds. Let's take that ball and shoot and hit the game-winning shot. I believe you deserve the best. God has already created the way, paved the way. So let's put one foot in front of the other and say, now is the acceptable time of the year of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, for my life. All right, but that's all that I wanted to share with you. I pray that this episode blessed you. Listen to it again over and over, right? Let's write these things down. Let's get them in our heart and let's get going because we don't have time to waste time. So if you've been blessed, shoot me an email or quick email and letting me know that this blessed you at info at thomasadeloach.com. Listen, we're starting a newsletter here. So I want you to go to my website at thomasadeloach.com. You will see a subscriber box. Put your email in there and click the send button. I will send you a free PDF that will help you in your walk with God. And I will send you out a monthly newsletter to encourage you. Do it today on that same website, thomasadeloach.com. If you want to partner with me financially, you've been blessed by these episodes and you want to know or may want to know how you can give back to keep these shows coming to you. Scroll all the way down to the bottom of the screen. You'll see a donation tab. Click that donation tab. No dollar amount is too big or too small. And everything that you give goes for the production of this show so that we can continue to empower you. All right. Get up there, man. Come on. It's game time. Let's go. Let's get it going. Let's get it cracking, as they say. You got nothing in your way. No more excuses. Let's get it done. I'm praying for you always. All right. And until next time, be empowered. Thank you for listening to my show to empower you. If you were blessed, inspired and encouraged, please send me a praise report, prayer requests or show ideas to info at thomasadeloach.com and follow me on Instagram at Thomas A. Deloach and Facebook at Dr. Thomas A. Deloach. And remember, you can go to my website anytime at www.thomasadeloach.com. Until next time, be empowered.